Welcome to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. This is the show where top digital marketers share proven tactics, tools, and frameworks that will help you acquire more customers and grow your business. Let's get started. Here is your host, Guy Rosman. Hey, Linda, welcome to the show. Uh, Great to be on. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, for sure. It's great to have you. Let's start, you know, a little bit about your background. How did you start in marketing? Maybe you can tell us about your first marketing job. Oh, wow. Uh, My first marketing job straight out of college, actually, because um, I really wanted to get into internet marketing. Uh, So I actually um, started off as a marketing director doing PPC and uh, SEO and uh, UX design. So I did that for a little while. And um, I started a blog on the side because that was when social media was just starting out. Like Oprah hadn't even joined Twitter and uh, Ashton Kutcher wasn't on Twitter. So that's, you know, you know how old that is. (laughs) Social media was just starting to gain traction. And I think Facebook was still like, you know, a closed system on colleges. And so I was looking at that as an SEO and an internet marketer going like, wow, social media is going to be really big. So I started a social media blog on the side and through some wild series of fortunate luck of just being in the right place in the right time, I ended up getting a ton of backlinks to my little blog on social media and ranking really well for social media. And then, you know, just fell in love with blogging. So I ended up transitioning to an e-commerce, uh, e-commerce platform company to write their blog. So I wrote about social media and intermarketing, internet marketing and everything for e-commerce practitioners. So basically within the context of like marketing your store. And I did that for eight years and then left to go out on my own and do consulting for a couple of years, then a few more rounds of working for more e-commerce platforms on the SaaS side while blogging for uh, e-commerce practitioners. And now I'm at a company called Corporate Gift, where we're a little bit of both. We've got an e-commerce marketplace, so definitely e-commerce all day, every day. And then we also have a SaaS platform. So the combination of the two sort of maps with my whole, you know, working life of working on e-commerce and SaaS at the same time. Nice. So first of all, wow, what a background, like it goes way back. So this is great. (laughs) Probably a very long-winded and, uh, answer. <laughs> no, yeah, that that's that's great. And talking about corporate gift, which uh, also I know obviously because we work together. So it it is very interesting uh, model, right? Because it's kind of a hybrid model, uh, because you have a SaaS platform and you also have the e-commerce side, you know, of a marketplace. Tell us a little bit about about that. Like, how do you go about it and build a strategy to market and and grow? this type of hybrid business? Like, like I said, you know, with being half e-commerce and half SaaS, I've never seen another business model kind of like it or one that has both in one. So we're one domain. So we're driving a lot of traffic, but you might 
have the intent of going in and doing a transaction today. And what we're trying to do or what we're challenged to do is identify which traffic is a great candidate for um, some of our advanced tooling that comes out of our SaaS platform that would help them do gifting, not just on one occasion and one transaction, but manage throughout the year for their various occasions. So that's the challenge that we have is, you know, Google is making it harder and harder to identify users that are arriving at the site and what keywords and, you know, what intent they have. So we need to be very um, clever and very intuitive on how to, you know, leave different bread trail trumps, bread breadcrumb trails throughout the website and at different touch points to, you know, we don't want to chase people away. We're trying to upsell them on, on software, but we absolutely want to meet the right people at the right time who would be interested in it. Yeah. So, so basically you have to tailor the experience that would meet the needs of, of everyone, which is different. Everyone has a different intent. Um, yeah. And I want to dig 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 deeper about it because it's interesting. So I want to start like maybe thinking about how you reach the target audience. Like how do you know what is the right target audience for you? Well, um, so within gifting space and within an organization, we have a three like high level groups within an organization that do gifting HR with their employees. Sales is really picking up now because now with COVID and a lot less, you know, in-person sales calls and a lot less meeting up at trade shows and giving away swag at a show, right? There's been this new breakout of being able to use gifting as a touch point within your lead gen and your funnel nurturing and uh, booking a demo and breaking the ice and re-engaging cold leads. So there's that whole sales and marketing side. And then of course, marketing do using gifting for procuring their swag for different events and giveaways and uh, kidding out their partners and, you know, other, other, you know, other types of ways of a brand touch point. So those would be our three. And then, you know, in terms of being able to identify who's who, once they get to our website, there are some ways to kind of pick up on their digital body language in the in the marketplace. Like, do they beeline to the employee section or like the employee occasion or if they chat in, what kind of questions are they asking, you know, in terms of what their gifting occasion is or maybe some of the content pages that we've created for them or which ad campaign they came through that you set up for us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And, and regarding the campaigns, like, uh, you know, we have campaigns that are more geared toward generating the leads, right? For the SaaS platform that people can use to streamline their gifting process, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have the campaigns that uh, maybe geared toward revenue generation or e-commerce uh, sales. So mm -hmm. how do you combine the two? How do you see it? Well, it's interesting because we're, we may be one of the only uh, SaaS platforms that could monetize someone who's not even a lead, right? So maybe they're not a lead for the ongoing, but you know, we want to be able to serve them uh, in their journey on the actual, on the website. But being able to identify which, which of the transactions would also be good to follow up with as a lead is kind of challenging because a we're not as a culture spammy and you know want to over market to people we want to respect you come you do your thing we've got a marketplace for you so we really need to do that in terms of like the way that we communicate 
how certain features of our upgraded platform are above and beyond the capabilities of the marketplace. So for example, we have something called an e-gift, which you're able to, you know, just put in an email address and send that off. And that provides some really good utility for corporates. But our platform would let you do things like choose multiple multiple products to do in an e-gift or automate it from Salesforce or your ERP or do all these additional things that you can't do through the web store. So really it's like, you know, proactive chat is one way that we can, you know, hey, we're noticing that that you're looking around or, you know, you've built a blended card or, you know, they may be visiting certain sections of the marketplace and then that's a place to like trigger chat. Um, also through remarketing, right? We can, they can have the transaction and maybe we don't take their email address and start messaging to them all the time, but there can be a way to reacquire that customer through display and um, social and Google ads. <laughs> yeah. So it's really like a, some sort of a matrix, right? Because you have, as you said, like the three main uh, audiences, which is AR, marketing sales, but then also you have the intent, right? You have the, you know, the traffic that comes in and just want to purchase the gift, you know, and maybe, you know, the holiday is coming and the end of the year or whatever, and they need to buy something now. And then you have people who are maybe looking for a solution, right? So right. I'm wondering, like, how do you tailor messaging around it, like around this type of audience and the level of uh, the intent? Exactly. So we try and maximize the use of microcopy. Um, so we try and uh, you explain what they're doing in the mic and in the marketplace. But our live chat actually is a great way to explain that because we can actually talk to them and ask explicitly, right? Are you doing this as one time? Are you doing it as an ongoing solution? One kind of trigger for that is international shipping, which is something that we will absolutely support in the marketplace in the future. But if they're asking if they can ship to Canada or any of those kind of things, that's an opportunity to introduce and say, well, we can support that if you're using our warehouse and fulfillment. And, you know, we have reasons why this is not just an upsell, right? We have reasons why, you know, we for to solve for international, they would, you know, most likely be using our, our membership services and that kind of thing, because we can take their product, we can store it for them in a dedicated warehouse, and then we can ship it to wherever they want to go. So that's, you know, kind of some of these ways to initiate a conversation. And other than that, you know, we just have to explore different ways of, you know, there's aside from chat, there's different pop-ups that can come up with or not, not pop-ups in a window that's super interruptive, but you know, where little elements appear or expand, or there's a little animation. And in the future, we'll be able to even have in our catalog, you know, there will be some exclusives that are only available to our CG Elite members, our SaaS platform that we can actually put as breadcrumbs in the in the catalog. So you might see it grayed out and, you know, this is available to members only. And then there's a call to action to maybe say, OK, what does this mean? And surprisingly, FAQs, you know, FAQs on, on most websites, you think nobody's reading them, but... FAQs are like one of our most uh, highest trafficked pages. Yeah. So people read it maybe when they, they're going to spend a lot of money on a gift for the employees. You know, they want to know all the details, right? That's right. 
That's right. Larger, larger Great. transaction volumes and different features. People want to know how it works. <laughs> and, okay, and, and also, I think like one of the challenges that uh, you have and we have is that uh, really the how to track the campaign success, right? Because each campaign is a bit different and... Also, it's different in the times of the year, you know, uh, there's the Q4, which is all about the shopping. And then there's Q1, which is maybe about other stuff, maybe about building processes and stuff like that. So how do you deal with it, with tracking the success of uh, the advertising that you're doing? Well, uh, long cookie windows. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It we, we measure not just immediate conversion. So we actually do consider something like an initiated chat as a, as a conversion goal, Re days to purchase, repeat purchases throughout a year, uh, throughout the year. Um, we definitely have a very high comeback rate, which is just great. And it's difficult because I, I think it's, one of the one of the great ways, especially how you've set up our campaigns, is that we kind of know whether it was um, a, a, a dynamic search ad or a shopping intent because they're coming through a shopping, you know, Google Shopping, or they're coming directly to a product page. That's very different than if somebody is typing in our competitor or one of the more solution oriented keywords. Now, the challenge with that is sometimes we always don't get perfect data on what was the keyword that brought them there, and you know, perfectly be able to identify what's their company size and are they even in the market for software but when it comes down to you know the transactional side that's it's a lot easier to kind of see that instant kind of gratification a little harder with the longer sales cycle on the SaaS side yeah for sure and this leads me you know to another question about you know the lead generation aspect because when we're talking about lead generation even if it's someone that comes from the marketplace or come directly from a campaign you have to hand hand it over to sales, right? And I'm wondering, like, how do you see this process? And also, how are you using the sales feedback and, you know, to create this kind of feedback loop and optimize the campaigns? Well, the wonderful thing about having SaaS and having account managers on, you know, large accounts is that they get to be hands-on and on the phone and interactive all year round with a company and with the various groups within the company. So our sales and our account reps are actually getting so much industry knowledge that then can be passed on into how we talk to personas or like to prospects in our ads, you know, what types of products that we merchandise and feature within the marketplace and how we actually talk about solutions because we're learning about what use cases are popular and actually, you know, driving employee happiness and, um, and sales, you know, response, what types of products book more meetings what types of what types of products like we have the capability of offering employees a choice of like 10 different products from a single send so we're getting that feedback of what employees like that then can be passed back and add value to our customers um, through that kind of shared learning and it also ends up as so, product features <laughs> so our product will evolve and is evolving based on actual customer need Got it. So, so you take the feedback from the account management and you pass it, you know, to the product teams, to the marketing teams. And, you know, it sounds, it's very complex, right? Like it, there's so many moving parts and so many products that uh, everything can make a difference. And 
And I'm wondering, like, you know, the, the last question for today is uh, what's like the one tip or one tool, you know, that you take either from your career or from your, from your role that can really help uh, improve the acquisition for everybody who's listening now, you know, in 2022, it's coming up. What would be that one thing that you would focus on for this year? Be very, very aggressive with customer acquisition because this whole idea of customer loyalty, everyone thinks that, oh, you know, it, that, there's that adage that goes around. It costs, you know, 10 times as much to acquire a new customer as it does to keep, to keep a customer. And while that might be true, you're not going to grow a business just by keeping your customers. You have to be aggressive. You always have to be trying new things, experimenting, expanding. You know, when we're working together, we kind of, you know, do, do open the spout really wide and then refine based on learning. So I think you do need to kind of be aggressive and be um, willing to take risks as long as you can dial back at the exact right time. There's a little bit of a, an art and a dance to it, but you can't, you can't rest your strategy on we're going to have a customer loyalty program. Uh, just go out there, hunt, hunt and kill new customers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I love it. Yeah, that's a great uh, tip. And I 100% back you up on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I totally agree. Um, okay, Linda, wow, this, is, this was great. I think there's a lot of value in, in our conversation and a lot of action items that people can take. You know, you mentioned a lot of stuff. You mentioned the, the chat and you mentioned uh, taking the feedback from the account management and you mentioned the use of conversions, you know, based on the lead generation or the start a, start a chat and stuff like that. So thank you so much, you know, for this value and uh, hope to chat with you soon. Very, again, very soon. Well, yeah. And uh, excited to hear more from your podcast or from other guests. <laughs> wow. Thank you very, very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about what you're struggling with right now. So make sure to connect with us on LinkedIn or just jump onto our website at mediaflows.com, fill out the form and get a complimentary 15-minute call to evaluate your paid advertising strategy. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.